Good morning. It's February 14th, 2022 uh, of the Jesus Calling. Give yourself fully to the adventure of today. Walk boldly along the path of life, relying on your ever-present companion. You have every reason to be confident because my presence accompanies you all the days of your life and onward into eternity. Do not give in to fear or worry. Those robbers of abundant living trust, uh, of abundant living, trust me enough to face problems as they come, rather than trying to anticipate them. Fix your eyes on me, the author and perfecter of your faith, and many difficulties on the road ahead will vanish before you, uh, before you reach them. Whenever you start to feel afraid, remember that I am holding you by your right hand. Nothing can separate you from my presence. Psalms 48:14. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. Hebrews 12:2. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Isaiah 41:13. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Um, today's reading is very comforting um, because we can sit here and look at it and focus on about how he is always with us. Um, it's a it's a very good reminder of our identity in him that we're, you know, his children that we're also co-heirs with Christ. So, uh, that being said, you know, a parent loves their children, siblings, well, we're supposed to love each other, um, and want to be around each other. So, you know, Jesus wants to be with us and God wants to be with us. And, um, so that, they are always with us. It's just whether or not we want to be with them. And every time we choose to be there with them, you know, we we recognize their presence and know that they're there. Um, but it talks about how we're not to give in to fear or worry, um, robbers of abundant living. The enemy talks or the Bible talks about how the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, or that the uh, enemy is a thief or uh, a devouring lion that roams the streets, you know, devouring all that it, it comes around. Um, basically, things that are taking, uh, not giving, and Jesus gives. He gave his life. He gives his grace, he gives his peace, he gives his love. Um, so whenever we're I'm trying to think of how to put this, um, whenever we're focused on him, remembering our identity in him, and just here... In Hebrews, the 12.2, says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, 
who for joy set before him endured the cross, which, you know, the showing that he gave us himself, taking on its shame, and then set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Um, the Bible says we're seated in heavenly places with Christ and that, uh, you know, we're citizens of heaven. And, um, I mean, it could be talking about all the stuff like after revelations, after the world ends and we're, you know, dead and gone, uh, from this earth this time, uh, it could be talking about all that and, you know, and, and that's, that's cool. Uh, I, you know, I, I do like that thought, but what if it's talking about now? What if it's, you know, saying we're citizens of heaven now, we are, if we are looking to him, being in him, he can give us the ability to see him in heaven now. Um, and then, you know, then you have the resources of heaven as well and the peace and the grace, you know, the things that surpass human understanding, the things that surpass what it makes no sense in this world uh, is available to all of us now. Um, and it's saying, fix your eyes on him. Um, I mean, how could we look at him if it's not here now for us to look at? I mean, just, I mean, it could be a figure speech. It could be literal. I don't know. Uh, just throwing, throwing that extra thought out there. But, um, if we're fixing our eyes on him, we're realizing who he is. We're, and if we look at it from that standpoint of, we're not looking at him just theoretically, but like we're actually looking into him in heaven, then it says many of the difficulties and road ahead will vanish before you reach them. Cause you're not even there. You're, you're, you're in heaven. You're, you're pulling down those resources, uh, which are wiping out those paths before you and, and, and setting new paths. Um, and those robbers of abundant living, you know, fear and worry, they're, they're not there. Um, but they're here. So, you know, how to, you know, it's, uh, I'm not doing a very good job of explaining my thoughts on this. I wish I could just plug you guys into my head and let it kind of all download and, 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 uh, you know, make more sense to you guys. But hopefully, hopefully you're smelling what I'm stepping in, picking up what I'm putting down and it's making somewhat, somewhat sense to you guys. Uh, so with all of that, I'm just going to go ahead and go into prayer. Father, thank you that today on this Valentine's Day, you gave us the perfect example of love. You went to that cross 
as your word says that you set it as joy before you to endure that cross. Um, you know, I, I still, I, I still have a hard time comprehending and understanding that. Um, you know, would I go through things for my family? Sure. Uh, to save them, but I don't necessarily know I would consider it pure joy. Uh, it would just be, you know, something that's necessary and part of my job title, <laughs> essentially, as being a son or a brother or a father or husband or friend. Um, but you consider that pure joy. You you, you you exemplify that love to us that is working in myself and each of us listening, changing us to becoming more like you. It says that you, you Father, you take hold of our right hand and you say to us, do not fear, I will help you. Because you're, you're with us always, forever and ever. And you're our guide to the very end. And we need not to worry or fear or uh, be distracted about anything. Um, you know, we, we don't have to try to do things ourselves. I mean, you, Jesus, you really took care of everything for us. And not just in the sense of dying on the cross so that our sins are forgiven but I mean you unlocked resources for us that you know we we can't even imagine um, you know our word your word says that if we ask for anything in your name it will be given unto us and I mean that's that's uh, that's opened up to the you know, I don't know, imagination, uh, all, pretty much, it's, it's limitless. And the resources of heaven are limitless. The uh, healing, the provision, the the joy and the peace, the things that, you know, don't even exist in this world that have to come from heaven to take care of us. Um, you You provided all of that. So thank you. Thank you for showing us that perfect example of love. And, you know, if any of you are alone today, I, you know, Valentine's Day, it's, I don't know. I, I don't really like it in the sense that it tries to make it to where I have to treat the people that are special to me, you, you know, extra special you know, I I want to try to do rain and things throughout living and throughout each 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 year uh, and hopefully each day to show that I love them uh, and it, it's a good thing to do on Valentine's Day yes but I, I just you know I don't like being forced to do anything um, because I'm rebellious in that sense God's still working on me there um, but if you, I know that for, for people that 
you know, maybe are alone, it's, it's a difficult day. And that's another reason why I don't like Valentine's Day. But, uh, remember that God is with you forever and ever till the very end that he is holding your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. I'm, I am with you. And, and remembering all of that, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for joy set before him and endured the cross. I promise you, none of us here on earth could do that, could show that, that kind of love to you. Um, only he could. So even if you had someone with you, um, you know, they're, they're still, they're not going to fill that hole that Jesus does. Um, you know, they're not going to be able to take that cross, take, take on that scorning shame, but he did. And, um, I know a lot of times people say that and they're just kind of like, yeah, that's great. You know, what am I supposed to do with that? I can't argue with it because, you know, they're talking about they played the God card. But I'm still sitting here alone and it's frustrating and it makes sense. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense. But if we hold on to him... And try not to think of it as like just an abstract thought of him being something far away. But, you know, hold out your right hand for him to hold. And just let him hold it. You know, pour your heart out. And I promise you he will meet you. And he will hold your hand and reveal himself to you in a way you've never you've never seen before, or maybe you have, but it's just been a little bit since then. And he'll open back up that kind of gateway to heaven, where you can see Jesus sitting at the right hand throne of the Father, and make all of this. All of those other stuff just melt away. So, thank you for doing that, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for working in us, for purifying us, for pulling out all the the, the bad stuff out of us, so that we can uh, become more like you, to be able to see you more and more, Jesus, and to have the eyes of you, Father, for the way you see this world and, and your heart for this world um, and for each other. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, for your love. And we ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.